if I do what I love every single day and I do it to my best ability, whatever happens in one year from now will be the best version of myself, no matter what happens. Welcome back to Big Queen Energy. I'm your girl, Nicole Rose, with the podcast all about the mindset of a true queen. I'm a semi-retired DJ turned podcaster obsessed with positivity, psychology, and manifestation. Here to support you on your journey to attracting your dreams. Let's get it. Okay, so I have some big news for you ladies today before we get into it. I am so excited to announce that we are finally ready to launch our very own Mindset Mentorship program led by yours truly. The beta of Queens of Creation will kick off the week of June 15th, and I will be teaching you guys personally all the mindset strategies that I used to climb to the top of the DJ world, build a six-figure business, and even survive the big shot with Bethany. Because let's be honest, that was hard as fuck. Sorry for the spoiler if you haven't seen it. You guys will all leave the program with a customized morning routine and the mindset tool that you can use to align yourself with every single day. The course will run over two months. We'll meet once a week over Zoom and you'll leave with an easy homework assignment that's more like the journaling that you would want to do anyway. In the mentorship, we'll cover purpose, mantras, limiting beliefs, affirmations, goal setting, meditation, and visualization. If you are truly ready to unlock your inner queen, and I know you are, build a rock solid mindset and attract your dreams, then this is for you. And I can't wait to meet you. For more information, shoot us an email at team at bigqueenenergypod.com. Or if you prefer and you have more personal questions, you can shoot me a DM at Nicole Rose Stillings. You know, if you go into Insta and you type Nicole Rose or Nicole Rose, I will be glad to share more information there. You can also get the free downloadable linked in my bio on how to use your morning routine to manifest for a little taste of what's to come in the mentorship. Sending you all so much love. XOXO. Hello, my beautiful queens. So happy to be back with you for another episode of Big Queen Energy. Today on the show, we're chatting about morning routines, scaling your side hustle, and staying motivated all fucking day long. Really, a daunting task, am I right? But we have some tricks for you inside that are going to blow your mind. So just a quick reminder, we really appreciate your support so, so, so much. And if you are loving our episodes, if you take value out of the show, If you don't mind sharing it with a friend, maybe sharing it with someone who can take value out of this episode or a different one that, you know, really resonated for you, we would be oh so grateful. It means the world to us. Your share is by far the biggest compliment. Don't get me wrong. We love a good review, but your share is the biggest compliment. I know I've said this a couple of times already, um, but just want to make sure everybody's on the same page. 
We recently rebranded from Sup Babe to Big Queen Energy, which literally I get chills when I say because I'm so obsessed with our new name. Big Queen Energy is still about helping you live your best life, but in a very specific way with the energy of a true queen. Because every single one of you, I know for a fact, without knowing all of you, is a true fucking queen. And because energy is literally everything. It's the backbone of all that exists. Energy is energy. is energy. That's what I was about to say. That makes a lot of sense. But this podcast is energy. My vibe is energy. Your vibe is energy. Music is energy. I think you catch my drift. Bottom line, your energy creates your future and builds your life. And we want to help you sharpen it so you get the fucking most out of your life. Capiche? That's what we're here for, to serve you so that you can be a bad bitch every single day. We have a special treat for you today. We are talking to an amazing, inspirational queen, Sandy Lynn. Sandy is an entrepreneur, a TEDx speaker, a content creator, and overall hustle boss. Her platform is all about helping small businesses launch, grow, and succeed. She founded her online platform, Small Business Tips, as the go-to hub for the next generation of entrepreneurs. I am so excited to welcome Sandy on today because I know she is going to have so much actionable advice for us. Welcome to Big Queen Energy, Sandy. How are you, my dear? What's up, babe? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to chat with you. So you're based in New York, right? I'm based in Boston, but we go to New York quite often. Yeah. Okay. I know I saw like, I've been stalking your Instagram. I think we like now follow (laughs) each other. We're like, I feel like we're actually friends already, but I saw you had posted some photos from New York and you have like, you have such good style. So I was like, she's kind of a vibe. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So yeah, so I really am excited to chat with you today about your backstory and what inspired you to start the Small Business Tips community and platform. I know you just launched the platform, the community. It looks like you've been building for a while. So give us the scoop. Yeah, it's honestly been such a fun time just building this amazing platform up. So everything really started within TikTok, started out on TikTok, um, start sharing business tips and tricks there and seeing a need for young entrepreneurs to connect with each other and learn from a business mentor and have a place to go to share their wins and share their struggles and everything like that. So that's the whole reason why we built up a e-learning platform with a community aspect embedded with it. I think that makes so much sense too, because I think entrepreneurship, like you, you can tell by the trends that more and more people are becoming entrepreneurs younger and younger. I think you actually had a statistic too, that most entrepreneurs are like in between 40 and 60, but you're seeing it trend a little younger, I imagine, or where was the inspiration for the company? Yeah, so many people are starting to realize that the only path, not the only path through financial freedoms is the nine to five. It's actually, there's so much to go into. Side hustle, freelancing, uh, real estate. There's so many other ways to actually fulfill that financial freedoms that you want to live life into your own terms. And slowly but surely, a lot of these young entrepreneurs, especially Gen Z entrepreneurs, they're seeing that, hey, I don't need to follow this traditional pathway that people set out for me. Um, That's where we see the trends really shifting toward. That's so cool. I was always like that too, because when I graduated from Emory, I was like, I'm going to be, I worked in marketing for a couple of years and then I was like, I'm going to be a DJ. And my parents were like, what? 
what do you, what do you mean you're going to be a DJ? That's not like a, back then it was like not a profession, right? Like people didn't do that. But yeah, yeah. I think you're talking about like more traditional businesses too. And I think one thing I noticed from my experience going off of my own was there was a real lack of not only resources, but especially mentorship. So how are you guys kind of like attacking that component of the problem? Absolutely. That is such an insane topic because a lot of people want to get a mentor, but they don't know where to find it. They don't know how to get them. Um, so we're actually curating the, the platform, the Elon platform. We curated so many different dozen of mentors to go onto the platform itself and share tips and tricks. Th- these are all embedded within the platform itself. And if you want to go into a little more depth and having a, like a, a actual chat with them, you can also go on the community aspect and actually connect with them through there. Oh, that's so cool. So basically with your new platform, people can find, you know, maybe they watch one of the videos and someone's style of teaching really speaks out to them or they built a similar business, you know, earlier in their career. So they'll actually be able to go through the community and connect with that person and see if it's a fit to get a coffee or get one-on-one advice. Is that the concept? Exactly. Awesome. I love that. And so you had a couple of businesses before building small business tips, the community and platform, right? What I know you were working since you, you know, since you were 19, you're obviously still very young. I love your hustle. But do you feel like this new business empowering up and coming entrepreneurs is serving your higher purpose or where are you at with that? Definitely serving my higher purpose. So I started out as a boutique store for a dog, right? We sell dog collar, bandana, because I'm a crazy dog mom. I have two dogs. And that business is awesome. You and me both, P.S. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm like just like a crazy dog mom that just like bring their dog everywhere. But that business is amazing. I have made a lot of connections, but it feels a little hollow sometimes, right? So uh-huh. because cause you're connecting with dogs and their moms and the lot dog account but i really just crave to hear people's journey and i want to see how can we assist maybe transform and support you during this journey and i didn't know how to do that before until i got on to tiktok and learn about these entrepreneurship things that are talked about in tiktok so when i got on tiktok and i hear about entrepreneurship and how i really feel like my higher calling is to help young entrepreneurs to get to where they want to be or honestly any aspiring entrepreneurs um so definitely a higher calling for sure i noticed that you you do a lot of the research for us, right? Like you go and you find tools that maybe are free or low cost to, for instance, like build a new logo or to use to edit a video or something. And then you'll share all of that. I noticed those ones seem to go the most viral because people really need these resources. How do you do your research? Like, tell me a little bit more about your process or did you learn all this in building your first business? Yeah, I do a lot of consumptions a lot of content creation is also a lot of consumptions and a lot of learning on the back end i read so much article blogs i stay on trends on to the latest technology that has come out to that will be helping any startup or any small businesses and i try them out first if i like it or not then i present it to my people that way it's actually like you know it's actually approved by me but it's a lot of back-end research to make sure 
what I'm presenting is actually correct. There's so many websites that I've subscribed to, newsletter, as constant learning. So it's like you're essentially like vetting all of these tools, right? So it's easier for them than going to the app store and searching, you know, logo editing tool or video editing tool because you actually have spent a couple of hours, right? Which is valuable time figuring out do these tools work? Do they look good? Are they, you know, cheap or affordable before you actually would promote something, right? Because you're promoting these things for free. You're not, I'm assuming you're not being paid by the businesses or how does that work? Yeah, some of them, I just promote them organically because I just really like their tool. And I think it's actually a really cool tool. If they come to me as a promotions, I don't take normal, I don't take every promotion. I was just like, well, let me try it out first. If I like it, then I'll promote you. And they know that is the right way to go because I rather make sure I like the tool. I'm Then I can, you know, obviously stamp my name on it. But if I don't like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to promote your brands. I think that's really important too. And I, I, you know, we sometimes get approached for different types of things, right? Because my Instagram is the main page. And I know that you have, you have like, what, 300K on TikTok right now or more? Yep. <laughs> okay. So you obviously are a mega influencer at this point. But for us, it's like, you know, if you, if a brand sends you a product, like I've tried, like, for instance, I tried this natural deodorant the other day and I was like, this doesn't work. I was like, I'm, I know they want to do something, but like, I'm not going to promote this. Like, I stink yeah. right now. Like, just, I'm not supposed to stink after I use deodorant, right? Yeah. <laughs> just like one example, but that is actually a real story that happened recently. So I do think it's so important when you're building, especially when you're growing your audience to maintain that authentic voice to use products that, you know, to promote products that you would actually use and that actually serve a purpose in your business. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about like building up trust within community. If you don't have that tracks expert expect, it's really hard for them to continue to relate to your contents in the future because they're gonna try out this tool that you suggest and it sucks. <laughs> then they're yeah. never gonna use your tool ever again. Right? They're like unfollow, like unsubscribe. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm done. Yeah. I'm like that girl. She doesn't know her shit. Yeah. Okay. So I was just peeking at your latest TED talk. You did a TED talk recently on demystifying failure. Can you give us kind of like, I know it was a longer, like 20 minute talk, but can you give us like the three to five minute, you know, summary of just like the good stuff that people really need to take out of it? Yeah, I really talked about demystifying, you know, failure, the the mindset of imposter syndrome and taking what seemingly challenging and then turn that into an opportunity for yourself and a learning aspect. But I talked a lot about my family because as Asian entrepreneurs, I family aspect is a very strong aspect that's always ingraining in myself. And back then, my mom, uh, a year and a half ago, my mom had cancer. So I had to drop everything and go back home to Taiwan, drop all my school and my business here, pause, took a pause, go back there and take care of her day and night. That's it. And a wow. lot of people couldn't come. A lot of people couldn't comprehend that. Why did you do that? But that's my mom. In my culture, your family is in trouble. You're in trouble. And at that period of time, I lost, I lost a lot of myself. I didn't know who, what to do. And also I was so young to go through that period of time, but that changes my mindset completely. And when I got back to Boston, I had a very different mindset of hustle culture. I think when I was 19, all I think about is how do I be successful? How do I get to A to B? How do I make more money and all that? And when my mindset started changing and see that life is way too short to just think about money and where to get successful. Like when I start dropping that mindset, 
that's when things started to come to me. That's when my calling started to let me know, hey, I, like this is where you should be pulling. It's it's an interesting concept. Like when you stop thinking about your goal and your expectation, it actually help you go there. If that makes sense. So that's really really interesting. And so I mean, I can kind of see what you're saying. I want to dig into that further because I think there's so much there, and I feel like so many women listening to this that you know, have a similar mindset or are working a day job and have a side hustle, have always dreamed of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know exactly what steps they would take there or they're, they're nervous, they're scared. So when you say, when you started your first business at 19, you were, you know, in Boston, you were hustling, working very hard in school at the same time. And you said you had this hustle, 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 go, go, go mindset. So after you lost your mother, it sounds like you, you know, you realized there were things that were more important in life and you kind of revamped your mindset and let some of that go. What did you replace that old mindset with, right? What was the new, what became the new mindset? Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. My new mindset is stop having expectations. The moment that you, I know a lot of companies at KPI, like, you know, people tell you to set goals in life. Yes, all these are good because it's so tangible. But at the same time, when you start setting expectations, you set goals equals expectation where you want to get to. And when you start doing that, you get scared sometimes either uh, would I be able to get there or what if I don't surpass that goal? And if you get there, Oh, wow. Okay. Celebrate it for one moment. But my mindset really changed it between if I do what I love every single day and I do it to my best ability, whatever happens in one year for now will be the best version of myself, no matter what happens, because I never set that expectation for myself. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to rephrase that just to make sure I'm understanding you. So basically your point is, because I, I imagine that you set goals to launch the small business tips community and then to launch the platform like you had to you had to you had a whole team of developers like I know that you must have invested a lot of money and time into this project so how did you do that then with handling goals on your business now like how are you doing that you're obviously you still have deadlines right so explain a little of that to me yeah so I my mindset to my whole entire team I explained the same exact mindset I have for them I was like yeah I have the goal of hitting 50 subscriber in the first week of launch first two weeks of launch but if I don't get there do I care no I really don't care because I know eventually I'll get there what I really care about is the process of learning what do we learn from this launch and that's what's going to be most important to iterate the next launch the iterate the next product to make this better so i always f- tell them that i don't want you to focus on the goal itself i want you to focus on the process and did you do your best within the process if you did the best that's all i'm it, it all matters Okay, so focus your mindset on the process of learning, not the end results. Yeah, and I almost guarantee you that if you do that, it usually surpass your expectations. Okay, well, I hope that is always true because I'm literally <laughs> taking notes right now because I'm going to try this. I, I understand what you're saying that if you focus, you know, at the beginning of the year, right? For instance, in January, everybody comes into the new year with all these hopes and dreams and big goals and aspirations and 
everybody makes lists and hires a business coach and goes on a diet and, you know, has got a thousand post-its on their mirror of like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to find my husband and I'm going to grow my business, right? It's like, you know, it's a lot. So you're saying basically that focusing too much on the goals brings, allows fear to kind of set in sometimes and like, or anxiety, right? That maybe you can't get there. So you're saying set the goal, but then focus on loving what you do every day and focus on learning as much as you can from the process. Exactly. Yep. And so, so this is kind of like the meat of what your TED talk was about. That's you're kind of demystifying failure in the sense that you're never failing if you're learning. Is that kind of where you went with it? Exactly. Yep. Interesting. Okay. I love it. And I think that's so true, right? Is if we, yeah, you're like reframing some of my, you know, I, I guess I don't really consider any of the businesses that I've attempted that haven't become massive successes failures. So I try not to like think negatively during the course of my everyday life. But at the end of the day, like if they didn't work out, I guess we say they're not a failure. It was a learning experience. Yeah. It, it, okay. I would say what defined failure, right? It is your definition of failure, you close a business, or is your definition of failure because you didn't do as good as maybe your peers or anyone? So the definition of failure is what a lot of people forget about. I think more so focusing on the learning because you learn from this failure or this company, your next company is going to be way better because you actually learn from that. You're right. So don't focus on comparing yourself to your peers. Don't focus on, you know, comparing yourself to the goals that you had. Focus on what you learned and the future. Yep. I love that. That's really, really awesome. So tell me this. You made a video that went viral about how to stay motivated during the workday. I loved what you suggested in there, but I'm going to let you explain it better. Can you share the secret sauce here? Uh, I'm not sure if I remember that video. I feel like I've created so many videos in the past. It was like, okay, so it was like one where it was a reward system, where like, I think it was after you, you like do a task for 30 minutes. And then after that, like you pick certain rewards to do. Got it. Yeah. So that, that video, we actually found that from one of the creator and we absolutely loved it. So we repurposed that video, but the way that I do my productivity is I did the exact same thing. I will have a to-day list and a to-do list, right? So a to-do list is like all the things that you kind of want to accomplish and you brain dump in one place. And then you have a to-do list where you pick out one to two item per day that is most important that day. And then pat yourself on the back when you finish that. And everything that comes after that is like an extra, like you did amazing already. And when you do that, you finish one or two items, give yourself a little break, go on a work, walk for 10 minutes or watch some TV for 10 minutes, then come back to do the rest of the items. The video said you could eat candy. And I was like, wow, I fucking love this idea. I was like, is this real? Am I allowed to eat candy after I finish sending this batch of emails or whatever? Um, Okay. I love that. And I feel like what I'm hearing from you, Sandy, is like an overarching theme. Like a lot of the advice that you're sharing here comes from a place of being kind to yourself, right? Like reframing failure as a learning experience instead of, you know, hustling through 10 to-dos, get two, put those two to-dos on your today list, right? The to-do list and then the today list. And then when you're done with those, go on a walk, reward yourself, see anything else that you do in that day as a value add that you really, you know, went over and above. So, 
I like that because I think sometimes I get so tripped up by my to-do list like there's so many things on it sometimes that it's impossible to get through it but then at the end of the day if you don't get through all of it then you don't feel good but our goal should be feeling good about the work that we do every single day or how do we stay motivated right I guess that comes back to the video yeah exactly it's honestly I feel like we are so hard on ourselves sometimes and we forget to give ourselves a dopamine boost like you you don't reward yourself why is your brain doing this? Because they get tired. If you don't reward them, they never get happy. They never get the motivation of wanting to do the next thing. Totally. So it's kind of like treating ourselves like our dogs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so like, we do a task, we get a treat. We do a task, we get a treat. Yeah. Um, I love it. I mean, it's true. That makes a lot of sense because then the next time after you get that treat, you're ready to go on to the next task. You're excited about it. You're motivated. You're amped. You can get it done. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, tell me this. You're an entrepreneur. You've been working since you were 19. You must have strong routines other than, you know, just the schedule and the planning that we were talking about. What I want to get into is what is your morning like? That's something that we talk about a lot on Big Queen Energy. So it's like, what gets you started in the morning? How do you get grounded for your day? Is there any routine that's unique to you that you can share? I I can't say that I wake up at five o'clock and do my meditations and walk, but no, I don't do that. Oh my God, I was like, you get up at five? You bitch, you just one-upped me. (laughs) No, no, I I don't have a morning routine, to be completely honest. My morning routine is to wake up whenever I feel like waking up because I am a a night owl usually. I wake up between 8.30 to 9 o'clock and that's still a you know, good, but I'm, I don't wake up at, you know, seven o'clock sometimes. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I woke up, I do my mirror work. So I do this mirror work that I talk to myself every single day in the mirror after I brush my teeth. I know it's kind of weird at first, but I do that every single day. And there's this book by Louise Hay where it's like a mirror practice. And they tell you phrases that you talk to yourself every single day. Um, to train your brain about today's like comfort uh, affirmation kind of um, but you're to make yourself more motivated and be okay with whatever happens today so I do that every single morning when I get up and then I just walk my dog make a coffee kind of check my phone a little bit I don't like to check my phone when I first wake up because I would just tend to stay in bed if I do that so totally I I get I get derailed right then it's already it's later in the day and I'm like what why wasn't I on schedule yeah totally I get into it I usually like to schedule morning meetings so it makes me want to go into that work mode right away I love that. I, th- I think that also works too. I used to have like a Monday morning, 9am team meeting. And I felt like having that just like really zapped us into the day, got everybody locked and loaded. Everybody knew what their to-do list was for the whole week. And it set us off on a positive note because usually I only work with people I like, right? <laughs> so I love that. I want to dig more into this morning affirmations thing. I-, I think I've read a book by Louise Hay before, but it was not about this specific tactic. So do you mind like sharing an example of something that you say to yourself? And by the way, you're not alone. I've done this before. I just don't have a regular practice. So I'd love if you could help break it down for our listeners. Yeah, for sure. I So my first language is actually Chinese, my Mandarin. Okay. So I actually bought the book in Mandarin because I don't know why, but it hits me differently when I speak in my actual uh, mother tongue. Yes. Uh, but basically what it has is it actually broke it down for you for a uh, 28 day, I believe. And then every single day you, you have a, a chapter, like 10, 10 page of chap, like 10 page per chapter. And that 10 page explain what today you have to say to yourself. And 
is usually just a two sentence phrase. Uh, for example, you're beautiful, you're absolutely worth it, and things like that. Um, and every single day have a different theme. And because I do this every single day, so I just repeat the 28 time and just kind so of, you just it's like yeah. once a month right you use like you'll go through the same ones once a month that's really interesting i love that i used to so when i was going through a really hard time in my life during a project that i, I haven't shared publicly yet but it will be available soon i would look at myself in the mirror and be like you're a fucking queen you got this bitch you got this you can do this yeah. pull it together get out there and like that would kind of like build up my confidence pump me up like bring up my energy and I could go out there and crush the just the ridiculous nerve-wracking shit I had to do. So it's kind yeah. of similar to that, except she just probably doesn't say, like, call yourself a bitch. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like a lot of time we look in the mirror and you usually look at yourself in the, like, oh, why do I have a pimple or something like that? You don't really, like praise yourself enough and that's sometimes uncomfortable for some people to do so this push yourself into a out of your comfort zone to talk to yourself first of all to talk reflect with yourself and also praise yourself because i don't think we receive enough praise in our life uh, throughout entirely I totally agree with you about that. I love that. Okay, so this is a process where you're, instead of picking yourself apart, you're automatically praising yourself if you get in this routine. Like, do you just, do you insert it into your schedule like every day before you brush your teeth or every day while you're putting on your makeup? Like, is that how you remember to do it? Because sometimes for me, it's hard if I don't like have it at a specific time. Yeah, I do it after I brush my teeth right away. Like, I just do it after I brush my teeth. Sometimes maybe I miss it because I wake up later or anything like that. But that, I wouldn't stress about it. But at least I'm doing something that makes me feel good. I usually set aside, I would say, one hour per day, like, after, during my work day. So I work between 12 to 8 o'clock. Uh, oh, wow. Because we are, okay. I'm in the East Coast, but my team is in West Coast. So I work in the West it. Coast hour. Um, so I'll set us out one hour before myself, break it down to like 20 minutes or something like that. And those times I can do whatever I want, but usually it will treat myself. So during that extra hour, what at what point in your day is that? Is that at eight to nine or is that 11 to 12? Or when it, does it come before work or after work? During work. Okay, so it would be in the middle, you would take a break? Yep, I would take breaks in little breaks during the work time. And I suggest my team member to do so. I literally don't care if they, you know, take however many breaks. They, once they take break, they get rejuvenated and they the creative flow back in them. Right. And they can produce way more. And they can also, I mean, I also find too, if I run myself dry, then I don't have, yeah, I don't have the creative inspiration. And it actually takes me longer to get work done at some points when I'm that yeah. tired. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, then you'll just be paying for more hours, you know, if it takes them yep. longer to get it done. That's that's an interesting point. I, I think I'm going to need to, if any of, of my team is listening, <laughs> this is something <laughs> that we should start figuring out how to institute. Okay, so I want to dig in a little with you on your top tips for someone who's just starting out on their entrepreneurial journey, right? Like they either they want to be an entrepreneur, they just launched a business, or they just want to launch or scale their side hustle. Like what are your top three to five? Like these are the things that you need to do or you need to know for us. Yeah, I would say the first step that I would do once I determine what kind of business I want to go into, talk to people that are already in the industry. Find people that you can 
pick your brains because they've already done it. Like they know how to do it.、So、pick their brain before and then put a name to it. Put your a name to your idea or your business idea because sometimes when it's in our head, it's never really. It's just in your head, like it, you. It's not. It's not tangible.、Um, so when you put a name to it, it's more realistic. My next step will be telling someone. Telling someone that I'm actually going to be doing this is also going to help hold you accountable to actually pursue the dream.、Um, sad, but because we tell people, we feel kind of obligated to follow through.、Um, yeah, that also hold yourself accountable. But yeah, and I, wait, I think that makes sense too because then when you get scared too and you're like, oh, I don't want to launch this business. I don't know if I can do it. You're like, but I told every, I told my best friends already that I was doing it, and everybody was so supportive of it. So maybe I should.、Yep. Is that、yep, kind of where、exactly. that comes from? Exactly. So for our launch date, we we keep fizzling. We're like, I don't know when to launch. Like, when should we do it? And then we just came up with a date, April eleventh, and we just like, okay, let's just tell the whole world about it. So we told everyone on Instagram April eleventh, and we're like, okay, now we're gonna have to launch it on April eleventh now. And that was a Sunday, right? Yeah, that was a Sunday. That、so、was a bad choice on my yeah, part.、Like. I'm like, do you t- do you do you take weekends? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I do take weekend. That was like a one time thing for Sunday because Sunday was our best performing days on social. So、okay. that's why we chose that day. But never again I'll ever lunch on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so stressful. And then you went into Monday and you were like, shit, I didn't even、yeah. like have Sunday to regroup. <laughs> yeah, and then this whole Saturday. You're just worrying about Sunday, so you're like, "Oh man!" Totally, totally feel you. Okay, so all right, right now I have your top three. So number one is talk to people in the industry, pick their brains. Number two is put a name to your business idea. Right, it makes it real, it humanizes it.、Yeah. And then number three is start telling people that you're going to be doing it to hold yourself accountable. What's number four, or is it just three? Did I say? Did I think you said four? I think. Three, three, Those、yeah. are the three. Okay, three, I、yeah. like my brain is like a little. It's like、okay. I have COVID brain, but I haven't even had COVID, so I don't know how that's possible.、Oh、I also、God. don't know how it's possible that I haven't had COVID because I just got back from like Miami, and that's like oh my god, COVID hot fast. I actually had COVID、um, right now. Month, like no,、okay. not now. <laughs> three, I think two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. Was it、yeah. bad, or you were? It was kind of a mild case. It was a mild case, but I just couldn't taste anything. But everything else was fine. Can you taste your food again now? Yeah, I, I'm actually. I had a good. I had a pretty good. My biggest fear is like never being able to taste pepperoni pizza. Oh my god! <laughs>、uh, my <laughs> biggest fear is. My biggest fear is not being able to taste wine, but yes, <laughs> that's, that's me. me. I don't know, maybe like zombie, but the rest of it, I could just put it down. Like I don't know. Oh just, my god! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do like wine too. That's a very good point. I love that. This is this has been so great chatting with you, Sandy. I want to make sure that we tell our ladies where they can find you, get in touch, where they can check out your small business tips platform. Give us all the goods. Yeah, for sure. If anyone wants. Check out our resources. Please check out our social media at Small Business Tips underscore. And if anyone want to email me, Sandy at sbtbysandylin dot com.、Uh, feel free to email me any questions or anything like that. Happy to chat. And we will drop the link to your new platform in the show notes too, in case anybody wants to check out the platform. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you so much. This has been great. I'm so glad that we got to connect. I love what you're doing, and I love that you're so passionate about helping others on their journey. That literally 
warms my heart. Thank you so much for having me. All right, ladies, if you loved what you heard today, please make sure to subscribe, hit five stars, and maybe share it with a friend who's just starting out on her journey. You can add us on Instagram at Nicole Rose Stillings and at Big Queen Energy Pod. We hope we brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in on Mondays in the AM to Big Queen Energy, supporting you on your journey to fearless creation.